Hello, this is Autumn Miles with the Autumn Miles Show today. I am so glad that you are joining us today. You know, I just want to kind of, we're going to be personal with my Dallas family out there today. We um, we, we typically record this show three weeks in advance. Um, and, you know, that's just a little secret of production. Um, that's just kind of what we do, especially when you have a daily show and it comes every single day. Um, but... In light of the events that happened last Thursday night into Friday morning, and even the shootings of um, the two specific black men uh, last week, um, we... I, I, I can't be a voice in the Metroplex without addressing the issues and the injustices and the need for hope in our country today. So um, we have actually come in on a Friday and we are we're recording for Monday. But let me tell you, um, I was up till three o'clock in the morning um, last night weeping for our broken country, weeping because of the lies that have been believed um, and just really woke up to come in, um, met with my production team, and we had such great dialogue about um, about the different things that are that are happening in our country um, as far as um, the the Black Lives Matter movement, the Blue Lives Matter movement, the All Lives Matter movement. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk through that today. We have an incredible guest. You know, this is this is a guy that we had on um, I, I think a couple months ago. I'm looking at my production crew a couple months ago go. Um, he is um, Reverend Michael Faulkner. He is running for the mayor of New York City, and I uh, just respect him so much. Uh, we had a, we had an incredible show um, that we did with him just uh, about, about several different things, but I have asked him to come on, and he was so gracious in such short notice to come on. Again, we're recording on Friday morning, and it'll air um, on Monday, um, and we're going to bring him into the conversation here in just a second, but... Um, I'm personally touched by this issue. Um, I have a black son who's one. And I'm just going to be super, super uh, uh, open with you guys. Um, I, 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 I love my son desperately. We are a multicultural racial family. And um, so the shootings of the black men affected me greatly. And the shootings of the policemen affected me greatly as well. Um, and I just really feel like this morning we're sort of reeling here in the Metroplex. This is where I know a lot of you guys listen online, you podcast at YouTube, but whatever you do. Um, but we're reeling as a, a city um, just for the the horrific acts that that has happened this entire week. Um, uh, but this is I, 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 it's crazy that this these verses were on my mind this uh, this whole week. I actually uh, talked to my staff about it. We have a staff on Tuesday night. First um, John one five. I actually shared with them. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it from from my Bible right in front of me. This is the message we have heard from him and announced from God and announced to you that God is light and in Him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and we do not practice truth. As I was watching the shootings of the police officers unfold last night, I, I the the quote from uh, Martin Luther King Jr. It was was literally circling in my head. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. If you look in Matthew 5, 13 through 16, I'm going to read this. You are the salt of the earth, church, Christian. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it 
be made salty again. It's no longer good for anything. It's not good for anything if you don't speak up. It's not good for anything if you don't preach love. Except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Verse 14, uh, Matthew 5, 14 says, you are the light, church, Christian, of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Verse 15 says, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they see your good works and glorify your father that is in heaven. I was, a, I was, I was constantly thinking last night, the hours, I think I watched like six hours. I know um, one of the, uh, one of my staff members here in the studio, he watched till three in the morning too. It was funny. We were like, wow, you went to bed. It, we, we were just obsessed um, with um, this tragedy that is unfolding. And I know um, everyone in the studio today is thinking, God, we need you. And what we need in this culture, in this, in this world today is we need believers that are salt, that are light, that stand up and preach the love of Christ, the unity of Christ in our world today. I cannot stand the fact that my baby black son is going to walk into a room and be petrified for his life here. And uh, when he's old enough to even understand racism is not part of our family whatsoever, but I also can't can't stand the fact that police officers are walking into their jobs today scared for their life. So what do we need? We need the church to be the church. You cannot be silent. You must be salt and light. That is what we are called to do today, church. Today. Don't be lazy. Lives are being lost because church is being lazy. Okay, I could preach on that all day. I got to get to my guest. He's like the bomb. Okay, uh, uh, Reverend Michael Faulkner, um, uh, pastor, candidate for mayor of New York. We are honored that you're on the show today. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Autumn. And my prayers are with the entire city of Dallas, the t- entire nation. Uh, when I got up last night, I-, I-, I couldn't sleep. The Lord woke me up in the middle of the night, uh, not not even in the middle of the night. It was just like an hour after the shootings had occurred. I couldn't sleep, and I never turn on the TV when I can't sleep. Uh, I just don't. You know, I, I read, I- I'll pray, I'll do something else, you know, because I know once I turn on the TV, then, you know, sleep is gone. Yeah. And and I, I, I saw the news flash and, and from Dallas, and I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, because I've been planning. I've actually been doing some interviews uh, with regard to the, 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 the two uh, black men that have been shot. You know, we've been dealing with that. And then this. And so, yeah. you, Autumn, you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. As believers... This is this is not a place for weak kneed, mealy mouth Christianity. We are under attack. Yes. America is under attack, but it's under attack from evil. Mm-hmm. And the only weapon that God has given us, the only one we need, is His love. Mm. And the agents of love are His people. That's right. It's my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will heal, uh, hear from heaven and heal their land. Mm. The old, the God's answer 
it's just like you said, it's salt and light. God has given us the answer. We are the salt. The question is, will the salt get out of the shaker and do what we need to do? We need to love our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, just like, you know, this word, uh, this this verse says in Matthew 5, 13, you are that you are the salt of the earth. But if this salt, like you just said, is the salt going to get out the shaker? If the salt has become tasteless, how can it be right. made salty? It's good for nothing. It's right. good for nothing. And right. I, I this is I, I am right there with you, uh, Reverend, this morning. You know, this is this is not um, I, I can't remember who it was. Someone said a couple of years ago, it's not a skin problem. It's a sin problem. Um, right. Satan wants yeah. us to believe um, that there are races that are better than others. There are people that are better than others. I, I you know, I was uh, talking yesterday. He also wants us to believe that racism doesn't exist. It's not something that we need to connect front um in in our country you know and and racism takes much many different forms not just a black white issue you know at this point right well 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 i i preach this all the time and i'll make this real brief racism started in the garden of eden it was I said where that this the morning. angelic race <laughs> I said that oppressed this morning. <laughs> the human race yes because there are only two races that god created the angelic race and the human race and the angelic race the fallen angels oppressed Adam and Eve by lying to them about God's intentions. They sin. Racism was born. Murder happened in the first family. Murder took place as a result of sin that started with racism. Yeah. So racism is the original sin. It's the it's 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 the original oppression, and it exists in human hearts and human conditions, and it can grip us all. And and thanks be to God, Autumn, you understand it, you get it, you have a multiracial family. I have a multiracial family. You know, we, we live in a world where this reality for many of us is coming home in a, in a strong way. And the only message, the only message for us right now is not, Oh, who's wrong? We know who's wrong, and we right. know who's behind it. Mm-hmm. But we, as believers, we have to be intelligent and 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 stand on God's promise that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Mm-hmm. But we have to do what God has told us to do. We have to love, and that doesn't mean just singing kumbaya and throwing flowers around. It means we have to get actively involved, you know, just like Dr. King said. You know, it's not where you stand in moments of comfort and ease, but it's where you stand in moments of discomfort and dis-ease and and where there's there's injustice. And the church must, we, we, we first, we have to love our law enforcement. You know, I've been doing this. We started the Blue Ribbon Campaign a year ago, uh, where we affirm, uh, appreciate, and and hold accountable law enforcement. Hmm. And every time I see a law enforcement, I've been doing this, Autumn, I've been doing this for about a year. Every time I see a law enforcement officer on the street, I'll stop and say, hey, thanks for your service. Hey, we appreciate you. I mean, and your police chief from, from Dallas, he said, you know, most days we don't feel appreciated. And I thought it was profound. He said... Don't let today be like most days. So here's something every Christian can do. Can you please affirm and appreciate and pray for a law enforcement officer? 
Yeah. And it's important for us to know we can't let racism win in this because, listen, all lives matter. And this wasn't, the, you know, listen, the attacks that, that uh, took a, taken place were in Minneapolis and Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would a shooting, you know, would you murder police officers in Dallas? Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it, 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 it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yet we can spread love. We can absolutely aggressively love people. We can, we can, we can say, look, we want you to understand, police officers, we need you. We need you doing your job. We need you protected. We need you paid well. We need you with the equipment that you need. We, you are all that stands between us and anarchy, and we're not going to let anarchy win. So we're going to affirm you. We're going to appreciate you. We're going to hold you accountable. We're going to be accountable. We're going to do what we need to do, but we're going to to make sure you have everything you need to do to have what you need, you know? And we need to do that today. So that's something every person listening can do today is reach out to a law enforcement officer and say, hey, we appreciate you. Pray for them. Yes. I mean, you know, we're called to pray. Prayer is an aggressive weapon. Yes. It's an aggressive weapon. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the th- I love uh, what what our uh, chief of police said too. you know, don't let today be one of those days when they don't feel appreciated. But you know what? I, I think it would be so tra- tragic if all of these people lost their lives this week and our future looked like our history. I I um I, I am really passionate today about the church coming alive and not just today I don't want just today uh, us just start to beginning uh, to to respect these police officers I would like to see a shift and I think that that shift like like we have been talking about this whole time starts right in our churches you know darkness doesn't understand darkness just like uh just like dr king said darkness doesn't understand darkness we understand that light the light of christ is literally the answer to the darkness because darkness cannot be in the same position that light is in so i i i i would i mean i think personally from my heart because i'm a resident of dallas texas and these police this police force protects my family on a daily basis they are constantly uh coming to our our aid i mean we we just had you know we've had all sorts of weird things happen in our family and there's always a police officer there when we feel threatened i woke up this morning um and of course we were watching the news and my son my my son came in the room very early and um sort of watched everything that had unfolded in the night and we let him watch it um he's seven years old we let him watch it we 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 took it as an opportunity to say jude this is your opportunity when you see uh, people being mistreated at school or a police officer getting made fun of or disrespected. This is your opportunity to stand up and to um, to stand up for whatever injustice is happening. I think this starts at a very young age, training our children to actually respect different races uh, and, and the profession um, of anyone that is protecting us. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the, 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 the thing that we have to, and I, I've been saying this, and I will be saying this, that when, when, when injustice rules, America comes unhinged. In other words, we're, mm. we're, 
we're a, a, a society that is set up on the principle of laws, the rule of law, of course, but also we all have to buy in to a common code of ethics right. and a common uh, belief system in the well-being of all people. If we don't, America won't make it. I mean, right. we can't make it with the quote-unquote freedoms that we have. I mean, think about it. These, these, this, this rally, this march was called within 24 hours. And guess what? The police instantly responded, not by shutting it down, not by saying, no, you can't, not by saying, oh, you didn't get the proper permits. What did they do? They protected, <laughs> they protected the them. marchers. They were walking alongside them, protecting them, protecting the city, making sure things were safe, and they lost their lives keeping people safe. Mm. It, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy for us to now. You know, and going back to the to the two cases where the, the 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 you know we saw on video, we saw two men lose their lives at the hands of police officers, and we don't have all the facts, but we but it was horrible for us to watch, and it looked for from our vantage point and from the vantage point of anybody who's who's there to say, well, that's not fair. They, 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 it seemed like they had one subdued and one was in the car, and it didn't seem like he had any, any intention on harming this police officer, and yet he was shot to death. Mm. You know, so we, we, but what do we do? How do we, how do we process that? And mm. certainly violence is not the way to process that, because if we start eye for an eye or tooth for a tooth, we'll all be you know, without any teeth and blind. Right. And, 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 you know, I mean, because there will never be enough, but we have to be aggressive. Autumn, you said it in, in the opening. You know, we've got that we cannot be lazy. We cannot be indifferent. We cannot say, oh, let's just see what happens. Let's just, we know what happened. Right. You know, and we don't want violence to win. We don't want hatred to win. We do not want to see injustice win. And, and you know, this is a case where for those of us who are, for, for, for white folk, right, to rise up and say, we're not going to allow racism and injustice to define our country anymore. Yes. You know, we, we just have got to have people stand up. The, the, the civil rights movement, you know, 50 years ago was fueled largely by, you know, black Christians. And that's the truth. Mm -hmm. It was started in the, in the black church. The Montgomery bus boycott was yes. a church movement. It was a nonviolent church movement. And it was in response to hundreds of years of racism in this country. And guess what? It that movement moved this country out of the dark ages and into a, 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 a age where fairness and equality could be a, an honest to goodness reality. I don't want to go back. Right. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Well, I mean, what would there, what would, <laughs> I just, 
What good would that do of those lives that were lost back then? I mean, we would basically be disrespecting the loss of life back then. I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. himself was killed. So I, I, you right. know, I don't want to go back. We, we have got to pull and move this country forward. You said um, you said several uh, different things, but one of the things I want to talk about is um, fear. There is a lot of fear right now circulating, I think, in the black community um, and in the white community. You know, I think I think those most people aren't racist. I mean, uh, that I come in contact with. I know it's maybe different in different parts of the country, um, but but uh, there is a fear of speaking out, a fear of, you know, what wh- whatever community it's in, um, a fear of being a police officer, a fear of standing up. I, I want you we have just a couple minutes uh, left and um, I I want you to just speak to the spirit of fear in our country today. You know, I know that God does not call us uh, to to live with the spirit of fear, um, uh, but of sound mind. Um, Speak to that spirit of fear uh, today on both sides of this coin. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I have, you know, and I've I've been black all my life, you know, and I'm almost sixty years old, and and it, it's it's I've I've been confronted with racism at different times in my life, but I never allowed that to stop me because I was I was raised. My mother raised me to say, "Son, you just have to be twice as good mm-hmm. as the next person, and so that you can under, you know, so that you can move yourself forward, and you will have an opportunity." And she was absolutely right. And so I think we have to get back to the roots of, you know, from the African American perspective, understand that we have generational leaders. Mm. You know, the Tuskegee Airmen are some of my my biggest heroes because they fought and died for a country where yeah. they weren't treated as equal. Wow. They did not allow fear to to stop them from fighting for the ideals of America. America wasn't perfect then. It's not perfect now, but they still laid their lives on the line. I want to follow their example. Mm-hmm. And for others, for, for those who are white or who are not black or not, not uh, uh, Latino and don't experience that racism and who may be in a position of, of, of fairness, don't allow those jokes to be told. Don't, right. don't give in to the fear. Don't sit idly by when somebody says something that's inappropriate. Say, you know what? That that bothers me. That's inappropriate for you to say that. And there are going to be ignorant people on both sides of the equation. But we cannot allow fear to rule us. So, you know, there's an acronym that we all use, false evidence appearing real. And, mm-hmm. and that's what fear is. Fear is just this, this this notion that bad things are going to happen. Well, we don't know what's going to happen in the right. future, but we do know who brings the future. And for us who are believers, we have to stand on the principles that God has given us, on the reality of His love and his grace in our lives. Amen. Amen. Wow. Okay. This is, this has been amazing. Uh, We, we really want to get this in Monday, so I'm going to have to stop you right there, but um, thank you so much, uh, Reverend, for coming on um, the Autumn Mile show today. I I just feel like boldly we proclaim uh, the truth of, of God's word. So we really appreciate you uh, giving your time over to us today. Thank you so much. Um, We really appreciate and to you out there, I, I, I would like you just to take some time right now. 
and pray for our country. Prayer, uh, just like the reverend said, is is one of the most aggressive forms of action we can take. It is not, um, it, it's not, uh, uh, it shouldn't be an afterthought. It should be the first thing that we do. There is a lot of dissension because we know that Satan is alive. He is seeking those he may devour. He is seeking um, people uh, that he can influence um, with his message of hate. And um, we we are not going to stand for it here at the Automaso. So I want you to take a moment, pray over our, um, our country. I want you to pray over racism as a whole um, in our country. I also want you to take a moment and pray for our police force, our military, the leaders in our country, the mayors um, of our cities, the governors of our states. These people are the servants of, of, of the country. And they are literally, every one of them takes their life in their lines when they take a bold step uh, in the direction of truth. We need to respect them, not tear them down, and we need to remember that our God is the answer. He is love and we have him inside of us. It is our responsibility as the church to speak out on his behalf because we are his ambassadors. Thank you so much for listening to the Autumn Miles Show. I'll see you tomorrow right back here.